I invite everybody to work together. And I open, you know, to to work with people that is with the same ideas, to support with the knowledge that I have to help people to make natural buildings and to make uh, with natural materials and that they don't need to buy anymore for the stores because everything is so expensive and we don't need that. Yeah. We can, we can, I recommend everybody plant bamboo in their properties and begin to build the old things, you know, for bamboo is so cheaper material when you plant yourself mm -hmm. and very strong material too. And the clay, everybody has clay in the garden too. And everybody has the option to mix this clay with different materials for very cheap. So the question is this, how do regenerative minded change makers like us who are creating projects designed for environmental wellness, social equity, and the security of future generations accomplish our missions in ways that maintain our ethics without leaving us struggling to survive? This is the question I designed this podcast to answer. Welcome to Regeneration Nation Costa Rica. I'm your host, Jason Thomas, and I've been exploring innovators around Costa Rica to discover what they're doing to contribute to a regenerative nation. Join me on the journey as we explore who's doing what to bring us toward carbon neutrality and prosperity in a new world that prioritizes regenerative agriculture, business models that value the eight forms of capital, communities designed for local resilience, and government initiatives that prioritize the well-being of the people as well as the planet. This interview with Rodolfo Sainz from Bamboo School, Costa Rica was originally recorded as a farm tour video that was meant to accompany a sit-down interview I had with Jose Bermudez of Ecomaste. Ecomaste is an ecological education, ancestral wisdom, and holistic health center in the Diamante Valley. Unfortunately, the rains came in by the time I recorded my interview with Jose and the audio turned out to be so difficult to listen to, I had to scrap it. Jose and I have a rain check to record another interview sometime in the near future. In the meantime, I've released Rodo's full-length interview on YouTube, complete with a visual tour of his handmade tools and a demonstration of a few bamboo building techniques he showed us. Still, I decided to release a shortened version of it for my podcast listeners, cutting out the parts that were primarily visual. Roto is a master natural building teacher from Costa Rica who's been studying and teaching bamboo construction around the world for over 40 years. We start this interview in front of one of his most recent compost toilet and shower installments he'd made. We talk a bit about the bamboo and cob techniques that he'd used, as well as a series of week-long workshops that he taught using these structures as the workstation. From there, we move into his bamboo workshop, where he gives us an overview of his handmade tools, several of them he's been traveling with for over 40 years. You'll have to see the video to get the close-up tour. In that video, he also demonstrates a few of his furniture building techniques. The last segment of our interview takes us inside his tool shed for a discourse on building with cob and other natural materials. This is the part that made me want to release an audio version. This interview is choked full of value. I hope you enjoy. Okay, hey everybody, we are here at Ecomaste. I'm here with Roto, who is just a bamboo genius. He is responsible here at Ecomaste for teaching the last number of uh, workshops that they've had, teaching bamboo construction and furniture making and things like that. Behind us here is a bathroom that was made in the last workshop. And I'm gonna let uh, Roto here tell you a little bit about himself and what he's been doing. So where are you from? You're from Costa Rica, yeah? I'm from Costa Rica, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
And um, you've traveled extensively. Where have you been teaching bamboo and for how long? Uh, I travel in many countries, but I teach only in, in Belgium a little bit and in France, southern France, uh -huh. for a different course that I offer there, but only in bamboo furniture. Okay. I teach only bamboo furniture, never construction. When you were in France and Belgium? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And then the rest I teach here most in Costa Rica. Okay. And so you've been teaching here at Ecomaste for the last year. How many workshops have you done here this year? Well, we make in the last year. I don't remember right, but many. Many? Many, many yeah. More than three? Oh, no, yeah. more, more than five, six, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. great, fantastic. Yeah. It's been yeah. a busy year. Yeah. 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 And this construction behind us, this is a, a dry composting toilet. And how many people for how many days did this take? Uh, we did in different in different um, courses. Okay. We don't did in, the, in one one course. Oh, this is a two course. Project. I think we make in two course, and okay. then I finish with some students from Holland. Okay. That they stay Finishing here for touches. three months, and they help me to finish the whole project. Okay, cool. So are these courses one week? Uh, one week, yeah. And yeah. what did you do in the first week here? First okay. week we make the whole foundation and the foundation for the wood that does uh, Manu. Uh -huh. Manu is some kind of wood that you can you can lat in the ground for more than 80 years, 100 years. And I I used to put lime and sand and soil in the same proportion, and so you can save the tree for more than 200 years in the ground. Use it as a treatment for the manu. Yeah, in and the ground. Any wood that you put in the ground. Uh -huh. Lime is a natural product, and lime breathes like like uh, clay. And I used to put this in foundations and and the wood. Because you can save the wood, the wood bread in the ground. You mix the lime with soil and sand, and you make like a, some kind of concrete, but with this with lime, concrete and sand. Brilliant! I love it. Mm -hmm. So, in the second workshop, then, what what aspects of this were left for the second workshop? In the second workshop, we did the old frame. We finished the old frame, and then we finished to put the old cover, and that was the old that we covered in one week. Okay. We don't finish the door. We finished the plaster. Uh -huh. We chose some wall plaster only because okay. we chose every course different things. Mm -hmm. And we chose only one, two walls plaster like this. And now we was down with this course. Okay. Because we focus every time in two ways when we teach. Uh, depends on the people want. And this is the time that we used to do this course, we teach cup and bamboo. Okay. Uh-huh. But you, how do you like it? Do you prefer having a mix of everything in, in one week or is it easier uh, to just focus on one thing in a week? Uh, I don't mind. No? I do it that the people want. Or sometimes okay. we put the advertising and uh, we offer that. Okay. But I feel personally that it's easier to focus only one thing. For example, uh, something that I used to do it in the past a lot is uh, I teach one week bamboo and one week cop. Did you find in the workshop when you had people coming for, was it advertised as a natural building or was it, was it advertised as a bamboo immersion workshop? And we advertised that we did immersion workshop. Im the, of bamboo? Of bamboo, yeah. That was the focus. The and so people came and they were learning more, some other adob adobe and cob and la lime plasters and lime stuff. Plaster, yeah. And do you feel like uh, that was well received? They didn't mind, or do you feel like they, the the people coming would have preferred to just focus on bamboo? People, people, most people they prefer both. Both. Mm -hmm. And I used to teach uh, bamboo furniture too. Okay. And people love many people. Last time, love bamboo furniture. Only bamboo furniture. Only bamboo furniture. I want to take that. We yeah. we find people for all directions. 
So in this structure here, if somebody wanted to build something like this for themselves, about how much money in materials, if you're harvesting your own bamboo, but you're still buying whatever you need to treat it and do everything else, about what range of money do you think goes into a structure the like that? The money is not much. Not much? I think this kind, I think like $1,000. Something more. Materials, maybe a yeah. A little bit more, but not much like this. Mm -hmm. Maybe one, fifteen hundred, I think. Okay. Because if you make yourself, you save a lot of money because sure. here is a lot of work. A lot of labor. Yeah. 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 So this is one of the structures you've done. You've had, you said, about five workshops here. Uh, what other things have you built in the workshops? The other workshops, we don't build nothing. Only we mm -hmm. show different techniques. Mm -hmm. Joints and latching and weave bamboo and furniture. Okay. That's that we teach. Cool. Well, I'm really interested to see some of your special tools that you've been using with bamboo. You like to... Take yeah, a look cool. in the workshop there. Go to show okay. It is some tools I make when I was 18 years old. 18? I was 18 years old when I made this. When you made this tool, you've been carrying this around since you were 18. Yeah, and this wow. and this I carrying for 40 years now. Okay. And uh, that's the kind of tools you can find in Amazon. But I offer for my students the possibility to buy this tool store. Okay. And I, I learned everything because when I began to wear bamboo, when I was 17 years old, uh, there was not possible to find tools. Now in Amazon, you can order. Right. But in this time, you don't find nothing in the market. And I made the old tools and with pictures and books because in my time, it was not possible to watch uh, YouTube right. or <laughs> internet. That was not that. Uh -huh. Only books. And the only that I see was pictures and books. And so I... I began to make the tasting materials. I make many mistakes because I used to do it with normal material and the knife was, was not working right. The chisel same. But after one time I was uh, asked many people and so I began to learn that to make tools like this, you need a special material. And so okay. I began to find and to learn about that. And my experience is all about practice. Same with uh, furniture and like this. I practice a lot because I don't receive uh, much uh, uh, teach. I was learning almost alone everything that I know. Okay. And practice and make many mistakes. And so you learn from books, but now you're teaching workshops. For someone like myself, we have some bamboo planted. It's ready for harvest. I've started harvesting it. I get, I see a structure like this, and it seems pretty straightforward, although huge, and I would um, probably be intimidated to start something big like this myself, but um, what would your recommendation for somebody who has some bamboo and they want to start playing with it? What's the first kind of projects that you think would be, are kind of easy and straightforward and uh, to get one accustomed to working with new tools and things like that? My recommendation is, first thing that you need to learn is uh, treat the bamboo. Treating the bamboo. Because it's the first path that you need to do it. If okay. you don't treat the bamboo in the right way, you lose the old bamboo. Because bamboo is some material that is uh, very sweet, and the insects love this material mm -hmm. because it's like sugar. Mm -hmm. Like sugar cane. My recommendation is to learn about uh, treat the bamboo, and then Begin to learn about techniques like fish mount and joints and latching. Mm 
And, but normal, when one course I offer in one week, you can learn about that. And only one course that we offer here, we teach to treat the bamboo, to cut in the right moon, because it's very important too. And we teach to make uh, fish mounts and joints, different joints and lashing. Mm -hmm. And then after one week course, you are ready to build some structure like this, of some cabin. Okay. It's enough for only one course, one week. Okay. But it's, uh, it's very important, I want to explain that, because it's very important that people know it depends your ability too. Because some people that have many abilities, some people not. <laughs> and I see many students that they were frustrated because when I work with bamboo, I like to see that it's very simple, but it depends your ability. I have students, most women, it's amazing, the women, they have the feeling to use tools and to make things. And in my experience, I began to teach after 1990, and the most students I had was women's. I don't know what was the reason they are better to use tools and to learn it quick. But as I say, it depends on it. I, I find many, many men too that they, they learn very quick too. But it was like everything, you know, you are good for computer or you are good for math or you are good for to speak or you are good to use hands. And we are good in something, every, every human being. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my recommendation is that you make a test for yourself. If you are good at no, because it's sometimes for me it's sad to see people frustrated when they see that they can they can do something. But the most people, the most people that I teach in my my experience life, they can make uh, some carving alone, only with one course alone. Okay, so that's the first step. The first step is stop thinking about playing with bamboo myself, figuring it out, feeling mm. lost for mm -hmm. several months yeah, yeah. <laughs> of experimenting to just come get a class. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you guys are teaching here at Ecomaste classes uh, several every every few months. And, um, yeah, and one year we teach here, I think, like five courses. Yeah. Five courses. Next month is the, the, the November 6th, I think. Yeah, yeah, you've got one coming up yeah, July. One year uh, and one month. Uh-huh. And... I used to teach many courses outside too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna come to one of your workshops here soon. I invite everybody to be here to teach the things that we used to do here. Mm -hmm. And normally I began to teach after 1990, and my last eight years I focus more on teach. And I teach bamboo houses, bamboo furniture, and cup. And I teach to make clay floors and roof with clay too. Okay, wow. And I teach some plasters, different plasters with natural materials. And I teach some plaster with uh, hydraulic lime. And I teach some plaster with horse sheds and clay. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's... Because technique. the use for the horse sheds make the, the clay more gluid. And so you can glue the clay. And it's amazing the way that works. It's mm -hmm. very, very strong, very functional. Yeah, we have uh, some of the walls that are made at my place were yeah. made with, uh, yeah. with horse yeah, yeah, and it, it makes it definitely they're a mm. harder, smoother. Yeah, clay. but I use I find some material now in Costa Rica that is hydraulic lime. That is I don't know if you hear about the secret for the lime. To make lime, you 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 burn the rocks in very high temperature, 
And when you sink this lime and water for seven years, you put coal, the lime again. And when you expose this lime in the air, that will rock again. Okay, so you're soaking the lime for seven years. Seven years. Water. And when you pull out, when you expose in the air, only you, you cover, for example, you make a wall like this, and I can plaster with lime only half centimeter, and the lime be rock again. And then you, that's so pure amazing. Lime. Strong, pure lime. Yeah. Pure lime. With sand. With sand. With sand. Okay. And that's good now, as we don't need to wait seven years because now we can bite the lime ready to use them once. Okay. It's like a cement. You can buy the sack, you mix with sand, and you can use them once, and you have ready the construction in the same oh, day. Oh, well, that's brilliant. So yeah. it's they hydrate it, and then they dehydrate it and sell it, or do you buy it wet? No, you, you, you buy it in sacks, dry. Dry. So it's been hydrated and then dehydrated. And dehydrated. They but put then in it sacks. still works just as well. So it's a well that was in water. Just, okay. They make the old process, and they sell ready to, to use. Okay. Only the only that you need to put, to do it is mix with sand and water like cement, and, and just make your and just make your plaster and you can make so thick that you want. Mm -hmm. Normal, I recommend with only half centimeter is enough. Wow! Because you make a house, the old walls and and cup, and then when you plaster with this, and only in three days begin to be very very hard. Oh. that you feel like it's like rock. That's great. That's just and another one of those obstacles, lime plaster. And the, like the that's, of, that's more amazing with this, huh. with this technique is the lime is white color. Yeah. You can let in white color off. You can put pigments. Uh -huh, that's very cheap too. For example, I can make a bucket color only with some one bucket uh, lime and water and only half kilo pigment that is around 1200 cologne. Uh -huh. And you can make any color that you want, natural yeah. color. Yeah. And it's very cheap paint and very nice too. Mm -hmm. The only that you do, you can make so much color than normal paints, but you can find the basis colors and it's nice. And, and what about ongos, uh, like don't, mold? That's amazing with this material is that the lime bread, and if, if it's humid, the bread heat, if it's heat, the bread humid. Yeah. And that work all year, the lime. Wow. Because even the most anti-mold paints that, that are no still grow mold that's a no lot problem. of times down no, here. This this, not. No, because lime is some life material. He breathes mm -hmm. like the air house, like a house in clay too. That breathes, so. mm -hmm. and then you, we have every time, every time the house is like a life, life house. Yeah, we've got some cob walls that have been up for a decade, uh, and there's really for yeah, me, really you know, for me, I recommend. They just don't have a lime plaster on them yet. One of the ways I learned to make a natural building is because I was, I was watching when I was only, 15 years old like this. I see that there was many houses in the town that I, that I live, and there were houses, and I I asked the people how old is this house. They told me more than 100 years, and I said that work. Why we don't do it anymore? And so as I began to ask information, information, and, and now I teach that. Because uh, I feel that some material that works, you can make amazing designs, amazing shapes mm -hmm. um, for very cheap material. For example, I, my house is all making and bamboo and lime. And my house is uh, more than 300 square meter. And I spend, I spend only a quart for the price that you pay in concrete. Okay. And it's a natural house, beautiful it's, house, yeah. and 
and cheap. And it's a half the bread. And you keep the water more fresh, the house is more fresh to that yeah, normal house. Yeah, it stays more fresh inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and that's amazing. It's, uh, I made my house in Rotina, and I find the old clay, I find the garden. I don't pay transport for that. Mm-hmm. Just the sand. And I had the river close my house. I don't pay any truck sand. So you had sand too. I find the old sand I make in my house. I find for the river and I make 300 square meter house, more than 300 square meter house. If I buy only the sand and there's a house, I pay easier, I think around $4,000 more easier. Just in sand. Just in sand only. Mm -hmm. And with the chip includes, you know, every, every, every transport and, and fiber, what, what do you like, what did you use for fiber for that job? I buy, I buy the straw. Straw. That's very cheap too. Mm -hmm. And now we've used uh, rice hulls. The Cascadilla de Arroz. Uh, I never used that. Uh -huh. I know experience in that. And uh, fibra de, de coco. Yeah, I never used this material mm -hmm. because the way that I learned it is with the straw and some different fibers, but uh, cocoa. And yeah, cocoa, you just take the coconut husk and soak it in water. Mm -hmm. And then once it's soaked, you pull it out and you can just yeah. pull off all the fibers, bunch of people sitting on the table. Work. Huh? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But and if, the straw you buy ready, one big container for right. only 2000 Yeah, no, it's it's definitely reasonable. It's definitely, yeah, I say. Just buy a big thing of yeah, straw. But, but it's something that you can do, you know, if you have many cocos, you need, you need to buy a straw too. Yeah. You, usually you can make a house with the old material you have in the garden. Mm -hmm. That's and a if you don't have straw, if you don't have rice and cocos, one more technique that you can make. You can buy some uh, old sacks, you know, that's very cheap too. That's cabuya. Cabuya, so that's a natural fabric sack. Oh, that's yeah. not the plastic one. It's not plastic, that's no, natural. That's a natural And you, you roll mm -hmm. this in some piece of wood of bamboo, mm -hmm. and then you can put in the walls, many layers, and you don't need nothing. And this you can find second hand for nothing. Any sack like that you can find for 150 colon. Okay. And you can make Many walls for this technique. Yeah, and the fiber. Fiber of, you can make uh, many walls only with uh, horseshit and sand and lime and clay. Clay, because the uh, the horseshit has fiber. The horseshit has fibers and mm -hmm, it's very fine and it's fiber. really really amazing. The strong that is, if, if you make bricks with horseshit. It's just stronger than any material that I use okay. in top. Because I make many, many tests. Mm -hmm. If you make bricks with hard sheets, it's difficult to broken with some hammer. Okay. It's close concrete. Okay. And it's free material. If you have the, if you if you have horses or if you live in the country, or if you have a neighbor, you find you find shed, hard shed everywhere. Yeah, they're making it every day. Of cow shed too. <laughs> it's for free. Yeah, the cow stuff also has fiber in it. Yeah, but the hot shit is better. It's better. Okay. Yeah, in my experience, it's, it's more stronger. But okay. uh, as, as many auctions that we have, the, for example, if you live in the country, that we don't need to pay for expensive materials. We find the materials in the garden. Mm -hmm. And as I try to teach in my courses, to make a home, to make the furniture, the own furniture, the own home for the cheapest price. And you can make something beautiful too. And so I think we need to stop to buy materials in the stores, like so expensive materials, concrete and blocks and like this. And 
In the past, they say that that was the way they used to building that was not okay, and they put these materials to sell everything. But we don't need. In the past, they used to make the roofs too in clay, and now we buy some thick metal that's very hot and very ugly, and it's mm. not good for the ambient. So mm -hmm. when you break in some house like this, it's many garbage that that we don't want anymore. And my idea is to save, to, to save Pachamama, to be more safe, you know? If you, if you break one house, the house is uh, integrated in the... Right, whereas in this case, this plastic roof yeah, and the metal yeah. roof and all that, what, what's gonna happen with that? It's just gonna yeah, become yeah. microplastics in the soil yeah. and yeah. yeah, big rusty and it's, mess. It's something that we need to change, I think, now. It's yeah. time to... I really appreciate that you have that sentiment and passion. It's time to, passion. to stop to push, uh, uh, to spray the lamp too, you know? Oh yeah, it's a Ma whole Many people, right? they don't mind for that. And they don't mind to make a house with plastic and crazy materials. We have everything cheaper and for free, many materi materials and... Yeah. Yeah, but uh, slowly I feel that many, many people begin to open the minds to have more conscience about yeah. to... Well, you know, our, we've, we've gone through a couple of generations that have lost the wisdom mm -hmm. and it doesn't take long. Just a couple of generations mm -hmm. not knowing the wisdom, the techniques, the tactics. Um, in some places, we've gone many more generations than that. But uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a real treat to have people like yourself bringing that wisdom forward to the next generations and having such a passion to teach this stuff to people. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited to have a course with you. I'd love to have you out at our place to host a course up there. I also am all about teaching people and helping, giving them the tools and the experience to mm -hmm. make better choices that really without the experience, without the teachings, it's not an option. You can hear mm -hmm. about it, it's a fantasy, but it's not an option until you really have somebody mm -hmm. show you. So it's, it's fantastic that you've been devoting your life to that. I invite everybody to work together. And I open, you know, to, to work with people that is with the same ideas to support with the knowledge that I have to help people to make natural buildings and to make uh, with natural materials and that they don't need to buy anymore for the stores because everything is so expensive and we don't need that. Yeah. We can, we can, I recommend everybody plant bamboo in their properties and begin to be, build the old things, you know, for bamboo is so cheaper material when you plant yourself mm -hmm. and very strong material too. And the clay, everybody has clay in the garden too. And everybody has the option to mix this clay with different materials for very cheap. And that's, that's, that's my recommendation for everybody. It's a good recommendation. It's one that I'm really glad that I took from someone else several years ago and now we got the bamboo to play with and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and the techniques. Yeah. Now we get to play. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, hey. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I look forward to learning more about what you're doing here and mm -hmm. your classes in the future. Okay. Welcome, everybody. I invite everybody to come to play with me here because for me, that's no job. It's play. Okay. It's a game for me. Well, we're going to have lots of links in the, in the, like the show notes or the description of the video. Mm -hmm. And so people will be able to find you and okay. reach out. All yeah. right. Thanks. Well, I hope you got some value out of that portion of Rhoda's interview. I was particularly impressed to hear about his use of hydraulic lime as a substitute for cement. 
Berta has since moved on from Ecomastin. He's now teaching natural building at a new location in La Florida, further back in the Diamante Valley. To learn more about his upcoming workshops, you can follow him on Facebook at Bamboo School Costa Rica. I also have his email address in the show notes. If you're eager to see the other half of the interview that we cut out for this audio recording, where Rodo demonstrates his bamboo shaping tools and techniques, be sure to check it out on the full-length interviews playlist on our YouTube channel. If you found these tips useful, share them with a friend or on social media. If you want to send the show some love, follow Regeneration Nation CR on your favorite social media channels and throw us a comment or a like every now and again. Let's us know you care. I'm grateful to be building a better world with you. Remember, when the world around you seems to be falling apart, the most regenerative thing we can do is lift our heads up and create something. Till next time. <laughs>